my experience with depression. I had years and years of depression. It was horrible. Seven years of depression, feeling horrible. If you are in that, if you are there right now, here's what you do. Here's what I would do. This is me giving myself advice when I was seriously depressed and so close from just ending it. So many times I was. And one time I got really close. Luckily, I didn't die, but I was very close. You need to understand that the problem that you are having right now of depression or whatever other mental illness type of thing it is, but usually depression is the worst one. That there are things that you can do to make it better, and it is not how it's supposed to be. It's like when it's sunny outside, you want to go out, and you want to go and be with people and have a fun time. But when it, there's a storm outside, you don't want to go out. You want to stay inside. You can't live your life if you're going to stay inside all the time. And you realize that even if there is a storm and it's raining outside, which you literally can't do anything with, you do not control the weather. But depression is like that. A completely healthy person. And look, I need to really, this. some people think that depression is not a thing. They think, ah, people are just being, and that's, I don't, fuck those people. Those people are wrong. Depression is a thing. It is a thing. I have had it for years. I know how it feels. I can describe it to you. So if you are, I'm telling you this, if you're listening to me and you have depression or you think you have depression and people around you are saying to you, what? Depression? What? I have never had depression. It's just, come on. They don't know what they're talking about. Don't even try to explain anything to them because you're not going to succeed. They're stupid when it comes to this. Depression is a thing. Read about it. Learn about it. It is a thing. The easiest way that I can explain it is it's like it's raining. You don't control the weather. It's raining. Suddenly, for whatever reason, you're thinking that life is shit and you're shit. Constantly, all the time. You're shit. You're ugly. You're stupid you don't deserve to live you should you've done so many bad things in your life that you should just kill yourself because everyone's life would be better because you're shit it's just those type of things all the time it might not be exactly as bad as that but it's just bad things all the time and it's in here and it's not you don't want that who would want that to happen it's just happening by itself and you don't know how to deal with it and it makes everything more difficult. Because if you're dealing with that, do you think you want to be with other people when you're feeling like that? No. You want to isolate yourself. You want to isolate yourself. You want to do things that feel good in the moment. Like what? Watching a YouTube video or playing a video game. So people do that. And I don't blame them. I did that too. But if the weather is rainy, then you still go outside. But you get an umbrella and a raincoat. You still go outside, not for an hour, but for 10 minutes. And that's what you do. That's what you have to do. It's really difficult because 
what felt so natural and you didn't even think about it just a year ago is just the hardest thing in the world. You go outside, it's horrible. I don't want to see people. I want to just go and die. And But I got to go to the store. I got to buy food because I got to make food. I got to feed myself. And it's the hardest thing to do. But remember this. If you are in that state, and millions, of, tens of millions of people are at any given moment in that state or worse. If you are there, I'm with you. Okay. I know how bad it is. I'm, I'm just, I'm saying good job on just literally existing and not killing yourself. That's a huge thing because people can be like, oh, why do people kill themselves? Because of this, because it's really hard. It's really difficult. One day of depression is so difficult if you're in deep depression that literally whatever I'm doing right now is so easy. Oh my God, in comparison to having depression, it's so easy. I can work the hardest I have for an entire month and would be easier than going through one day of really deep depression when you're, especially when you're young, when you have no help. Just time just slows down. You're just literally just counting. I just want to get through the day. I want to just sleep and not feel this. And then I want to wake up and everything is going to be good. And you do, and it's the same. It's really bad. I'm really describing it and I'm really going deep here, but I'm doing it because I wish someone had done for me. Because when you're in it, you feel like, why the fuck am I like this? I used to be excelling at everything two years ago. I was doing everything. Like I was this amazing kid that everyone loved. And now I'm just failing at everything. And I just, I, I don't like, I don't control it. I'm just feeling like shit all the time. It's a bad cycle that leads you deeper and deeper. Because what are you going to do? If you don't feel good and you feel shit about yourself, you don't want to surround yourself with people. Because if you're with people, then they're going to say, oh, isn't it a great day? Like I did this thing. And you say, yeah, okay, good. Mm. How do you feel? Me? Not really good. I feel really bad. I feel really bad, actually. No one wants to be the downer. No one wants to go to a place and everyone's like normal or happy. And they say, how are you doing? I was like, really bad, actually. I don't, like I thought about killing myself earlier. And I like did my, I cut myself and I'm hiding it from you. I wish we can talk like that. I try to be the person where people feel comfortable talking like that because that's the reality. But we're not. You have to just pretend to be happy around people. How are you doing? Ah, pretty good. Yeah. And there, people don't even go deeper. Okay, then let's go to the next thing. How was the cricket match that happened yesterday? And we've gotten so good at faking it that we can fake, fake, fake our way through days and weeks and months. And then suddenly we do this and we die. And then the whole world is, oh my God, what happened? He was the best kid ever. He got good grades. He was the amazing kid. How did he kill himself? Because he, because of this, because of this, because we can't talk about these things. It's not socially acceptable to just feel like shit when you're around people. That should be acceptable. If my friend is honestly feeling like shit, I want him or her or them to feel comfortable with me to say, you know what? I'm feeling really bad and I want to share it with you. Please do. Maybe I can help you a little bit. 
but we're not there. <laughs> we're not there. I try to be that person and other people, I luckily have people in my life now that I can be like that with. And I'm, I'm like that now and people are watching and I don't care because I know how important this issue is because people literally die. There are stories I've heard. There are people that I have, I was that person myself. I could have been that story myself. I was so close to dying. Specifically 10 years ago, actually, fall of 2014, I had a suicide attempt, actually, because I was just over it. I was like, I've been feeling shit for seven, eight years straight. I don't want this life. And luckily, I it ended up working out, but it could not have. And I need, I don't even care what this does to me because we need to talk about this. And I am that person now that people, for whatever reason, look up to online. And I want to tell you that I was there 10 years ago. I was right there. It was that bad. And no one helped me. Really, no one helped me because no one understood. And, and it's not like my parents or my family are bad people. They just didn't understand how to help me. I know now how to help someone because I've gone through it myself. But people don't know about these things, how it feels. If you haven't felt depression, you don't know what it's like. You just don't know. And the, I mean, my God, there are like every time you care about a suicide, it's never something that's expected. It's like, yeah, that kid was really depressed and he killed himself and it makes sense which is really what it should be. If people have all the context and all the background, that's what the story should be. You know what? His life was shit for two years. He couldn't take it. And he had to do examinations and all that fucking shit that we need to do that doesn't mean anything. All of that, he didn't share it with anyone. It got too much for him. And then he killed himself because that was better than living one more day of that. That should be the story every single time. But we don't. The news people come to the parents like, oh my God, he was amazing. I don't know what happened. You were a fucking bad parent. That's what happened. Because you didn't know your own kid. That kid didn't feel comfortable enough to open up to his own mother or father. Or friends. That's the world we live in right now. That's why these suicides happen. Because they're preventable. I thought I could never have a normal life. I literally didn't think it. I thought that I was the stupidest person in the world, the ugliest person, all the bad things. I literally thought that it was reality in my brain for years. And I figured out that if you get the help, get the medication, you get the diagnosis, and you literally you understand that this can happen to you. There are mental illnesses. Your life can be better. The life that I'm living right now, I thought would be impossible. 10 years ago, I didn't think it was possible. And I'm living it right now. I'm living proof that it can be. And there are so many people others add, but we don't we, we have the stigma. I don't know why, really. <laughs> why? That, it's damn hard, man. I just am almost like starting to cry thinking about how hard it is. And if you're alone in it, which I was, uh, if you are, believe me, if you're watching me and you're listening to me, you have to believe me that there is... You can do things to make it better. In fact, you can do so many things over so many years that you can have an amazing life. And it's not your fault. <laughs> it's not because you're lazy. It's not because you're any of those things. Because how can that be the case? Because anyone who's depressed 
there is a point at which in their life that they are not depressed and then everything is fine, then why would anyone suddenly choose themselves to just feel shitty all the time? It infuriates me of especially older generation people when they don't understand depression, when you go to them, yeah, but you're not exercising enough and you're not, what? Fuck you, seriously. That infuriates me because first of all, if I'm coming to you and I'm op trying to open up about my depression or anything else that I'm struggling with, your first reaction as a parent should be 1000% curiosity. My kid is struggling and coming to me with a problem, like a really deep problem. Let me not, not judge that person immediately and say that, no, it's because you haven't been doing this and you haven't been eating right and you haven't been doing these things. That's why you're using this depression thing as an excuse. No, show curiosity in your own kid, because if you don't, you're going to be the person on the news saying why I didn't understand. He, he, he killed himself. And I don't understand why, because everything seemed perfect. That's on you. If you're the parent, that's on you. You have a blame to share there because you didn't do enough. And here's what you do. If you are on that part and you have a kid who's going through depression, this is what you do. You understand that you, you do not understand this. If you haven't had the experience yourself, you do not know what you're talking about. So shut the fuck up about being this expert who knows everyone. That's the first thing. And then you go, tell me about how you're feeling. How are you feeling? I want to know everything. I want to note it down. Why is it more difficult for you to wake up in the morning and go to school? It wasn't like that a year ago. Why is it right now? Tell me. Before I used to wake up and I feel, oh my God, a new day. I'm so excited. And now it's, I just wish I just could sleep longer. Okay, I better write that down. Go through every single thing. Why are you losing weight? You're not eating enough. Why? I just don't feel the appetite. Write it down. You write down everything and you grab your kid and you take him to the doctor. And you say, hey, doctor, my kid used to be like this before. And now he's saying all of these things. You're the expert. Explain to me. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. It could be depression. Oh, okay. What do I do? You, I can refer you to a psychologist. You, yes, let's do that. We do that. We do that right now. You make it your life's mission to figure out what the fuck is wrong with your kid. Because who else is going to? If you're not, who's going to do that? A person on the street? Their teacher? No, no one cares. You're the, you're, you're the parent. You do that. It's your responsibility. If you're not, then you know what? Then I've lost all respect for you. Because... Who is? Who's going to do it? Honestly, the kid, look, the person going through depression is having a hard enough time just existing through the day, especially when you're younger. You cannot, people can't deal with these things themselves. It's just too much because you don't know what this thing is. It takes over. It takes over your entire existence like this storm that you're just swept up by and you don't know and it's just everything is a million times harder to do things that were so easy for you to do are a hundred times more harder to do right now just going out hanging out with friends you do not want to do and you love doing it who would choose this no one so you make it your life's mission 
as a friend or a parent or in anyone related to this person to help this person out because they need it. So you go to a psychologist and they ask you a bunch of questions. There's a whole, there's a whole, psychology is literally based, there's a whole science around this. There's, we've, we've done this for some time now. They ask you questions and they, there's different kinds of questions for depression and all sorts of mental illnesses. And I've been through that. And they ask you that and it's not going to be amazing because the system fucking sucks, especially if you work in, or if you live in not a Western country. But there's still ways to do it. And you, you can't give up like that. If you go to a psychologist and they suck, you go to another one. You keep finding more. It's taken me years and years to get to a place where I have an amazing therapist now, which I have a therapy session every week. But the first therapist I had was like this uninterested 60-year-old guy who's I'm literally like 17 and he's a 60-year-old man. There's no, we can't relate in any way. And he's trying to like ask me about me. He seems like he doesn't want to see me, honestly. And that's the therapy. That's the help I get through the school system when I'm going through my existential life crisis and my first bout of depression. Okay, how? Tell me how is that supposed to help me? And it didn't. And I've been to a bunch of those. You know who better to help me? My parents. If they were like fully obsessed with figuring out why is Rafid being like this when he was literally getting amazing grades, everyone's happy with him. Now it's going like this. Why? Why? If you, if, because as a parent, you got some years behind you. If you don't know about psychology, you pick up a book. You educate yourself. Rather than coming home from work and doing this all day on, on your phone and watching fucking useless TV, give, Show some interest on the fucking thing you produced yourself. You, <laughs> I'm getting really worked up now. You gave birth to your kids, okay? And they're really struggling now. They need you. Who's going to help them? A doctor. No, the doctor has their own life. They see your kid for 10 minutes and they go to the next patient. Do you, think, do you really think a doctor is going to care about your fucking kid? No. Who's going to care about your fucking kid? You, you should. So you read the books you need, you educate yourself on YouTube. There's so many things. Oh my God, it's gotta be you. You gotta make this into a project. My project is I'm gonna get my son or daughter to how happy they were feeling, whatever it takes, I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna be there for them. I'm not gonna judge them. I'm not gonna tell them, hey, why are you being so lazy? Why are you gonna be, because it would make no sense for them to choose to be that, who wants to be lazy? Who wants to do any of these things? No one. But my God, you talk to boomers, you talk to Gen Xers, not everyone, obviously, but you talk to them. Some people just, my God, it's the Dunning-Kruger effect. If you don't know about that, the less about something, the more you think you're an expert in it. And the more you're like, yeah, I don't know anything. The, the amount of people that give you like any bad advice is so toxic because one piece of bad advice from a person that you kind of respect, a grandmother or uncle who like is married to a psychologist, whoever, as a, like an 18-year-old, it can be so bad because you think, oh, they're older. They probably know something that I don't. And that's not true. They have no idea what they're talking about. They just literally, they have just garbage coming out of their mouth. honestly. Literally, they have a strong opinion about something they have no knowledge of, no personal experience. And they go, you know what? 
I felt depressed a little bit in college. These are the things I did. And that's what I tell everyone. Okay, fine. That doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. And, oh my God, I've been Because <laughs> I didn't really have anyone. Honestly, I'm like, I'm not blaming my parents or anything. I am actually, I, you know what? I am blaming my parents because they should have done so much more and they didn't. I'm putting them. But you know what? That's what most parents do. And that happened already. And I deal with that. And luckily, I got through it. But that's the reality for most of our parents. Most of our parents grew up during a time when huh, they themselves probably had depression. And they had, again, putting things into perspective. Whatever I feel like my parents did to me, and my parents overall try to be good. And we have a good relationship. Now we work on it. And everything is pretty okay. But the reality is that they could do so much more and they didn't. And I suffered, really. And I had to figure out everything by myself. I, I don't have any older brothers or sisters either. I'm the oldest ones. I had to figure out everything out by myself. Everything. Literally everything. Um, people tried to help, but it didn't really help. I had to figure it out. Uh, and luckily, I had the internet and books. And But later on, when I got older, I became an adult. Then I got more help from other people. But getting into it, getting I literally diagnosed myself, actually. I did all the research myself. And I handed it over to the health professional I was at the university. I said, I think I have this based on my research. And she took a look at it, all my documents. And she's like, yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> That's how I got it. That's not how it's supposed to be. Someone else is supposed to ask me the questions. But whatever. Thinking about our parents, giving them a little bit of slack. Just think about how shit your parents are sometimes at being parents, which is literally everyone's parents almost. And just think about how shit their parents were, your grandparents to them. Probably shittier than you. Yeah. So unless they were like, you know what? I want to change that for the people that come after me, which most people don't because you grow up and you're like, ah, I just want to forget that part of my, myself and I just want to distract myself. I work. I hate my work, but I got to do it for my family. And then I watch some TV show. And then I go to sleep. <laughs> There's not much... The older generations haven't done that much soul searching and all that. They were just busy just doing the things. They didn't have YouTube where you can watch a two hour long video about a guy like me talking about all this shit and start asking yourself. That, that, that didn't exist. When they were kids, they had books and they had TV, maybe. They lived during a different time. So you got to give them some slack, too. But at a certain point, you have to ask yourself when you become an adult and you you're such an adult that you have your own kid and that kid is a teenager. When does personal responsibility start? Because if, again, if your kid is really suffering, like let's go back to the part where kids just fake their way. Kids at a certain point just think that, you know what? I feel shit. This is my reality now. The only way that I can exist in this society is by fake doing everything. So I'm just going to learn how to fake smile and make it like so that people will not suspect anything. And you just do that. And people start living a double life and you start lying and you start basically the, the way that you are with other people is entirely not the way that you actually are inside. You're literally dying and you're able to smile convincingly. So the person will not freak out. That's where we are. So you feel shit because of something you don't control. 
And you're concerned that other people will not be like momentarily bummed out a little bit because you will share something. So <laughs> that's where we are. So you're fucking depressed and you want to kill yourself, essentially. But when you have to go out there and meet people because you have to go to school or whatever, meet friends, then you are being completely not yourself and you're masking everything and you're pretending to be okay so that the other people that are not depressed will not feel like bummed out for a moment because of you. So you're being considerate of them. How fucked up is that? If they're really your friends, they should be, ha they should be okay handling you not feeling good all the time. Am I crazy? If I honestly am feeling bad, I should be able to call up my best friend or other people friends, other friends that I've made, and say, you know what, I really need to talk to you. And I say, you know what, I've been feeling so bad. It's really hard to work. And I was like, yeah, man, I, I'm so sorry to hear. Tell me more. Is he going to cure my depression? No, that's not how it works. Is that going to make me feel understood? And like, I have a, yeah, it's going to make it better. Everything feels better when you share it because it, takes all the mystery out of it. It's not in your brain anymore, where it can be anything and everything. But now it's a specific thing that you shared. And you go, because then you can talk about specific things. So for example, what I try to do now with friends that tell me that they're depressed, I try to be helpful. So I say something like, it's really hard for you to go out now, right? But it's important for you to go out. Maybe I can come over during lunchtime and we can go out together. So let's go on a walk together. That's what I try to do. Because that's helpful. Because a person who's really depressed will have it, will be really difficult to dress themselves up and go out. Because again, remember, there's raining outside, there's a storm outside. So they need to take, put their jacket on and take an umbrella. And that requires more work. It's so easier, so much easier to go out when it's sunny. But if you have a friend coming over and say, you know what, I'm going to help you put your jacket on, your raincoat on, let's get the umbrella together. I'm going to hold it for you. Let's go out. It makes it so much easier. So be that person for your friend or your kid. But we're not because we're all busy doing this and distracting ourselves. So we can't even take a moment to get to know our kid at a deeper level by literally asking that kid as a father, hey, man, you don't look good. Let's talk about it. What's going on? I've been hearing things from your school and you haven't been like you normally are. What's going on? And when your kid says, no, everything's fine. It's fine. You don't believe that. That's bullshit. You got to go deeper than that. Come on. You're the father of the kid. Something's wrong. You're just going to let that slide and just going to go on living your life. Or are you going to say, no, that's not right. Tell me. Let me ask you specific. How much are you sleeping? Ask specific questions. It's not rocket science, really, honestly. But parents are so bad at it. Oh, my God. And fathers especially are so bad at it. Oh, my God, they're so bad. I think the, fa the fathers of the world, all they know is to ask, hey, man, how is it going? Hey, beta or son, how are you doing? Yeah, good. How about you? Yeah, pretty good. Done. Done. Conversation done. Is that how curious you are about your fucking project at work that you're doing to impress your boss so you can get that promotion? No, you're making that your life. You're doing all the Google research for that project because you want to what? Impress your boss? 
and you don't want to do it with your kid. I am not taking any excuses here. If you don't know psychology, learn it. Use Google. Use YouTube. It's your kid. It's literally your kid. <laughs> who is? Who else is going to do it? This is a sensitive topic for me, and it's so important that we talk about this because we need to. I might as well be me. I don't even fucking care what this does to whatever. We need to talk about it. And I am so fortunate. I'm. I'm grateful to the people that did talk about it on YouTube and documentaries that I watched back then when I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get through this day. And I watched a YouTube video and I was like, oh my God, okay, there's a person in the world that made this video that knows how I feel. Just having that knowledge gave me so much strength. And then I watched a movie like The Shawshank Redemption. I was like, oh my God, yes. Because that's all I had. I didn't have people. So I just had to... You know, just do that. But it helped. My God, it helped. But just knowing that there's, you're not going through it by yourself. And literally the things that you're struggling through is something that other people, millions of people are going through with you. Just that knowledge made it for me much easier. And it took years but I, my life now is very different from what it was before. And I take med medication for my, for my mental illness, which again, runs in my family. Not today because it's really late and I should be sleeping, but it's okay. I can do this sometimes, but I do try to be disciplined and the way that I live my life. So sleep is important. So even though I'm going to sleep late, I'm still going to sleep enough. It's not going to be as good as sleeping at the right same time that I do every day. You, I've also learned that I can be a little bit, I can give myself a little bit slack because I know my body and my brain at this point very well. But I know that I have learned some things in this time is that if you are lying to people to make them think that you are doing better than you actually are, which I've done a million times before. Just know that is not a good long-term solution for anyone. And you really need to, you, it's really about a decision because you need to ask yourself, whenever my mom calls me and I pretend to be okay and I say, yeah, everything's fine. Yeah, are you saying, yeah, everything's okay. Why are you lying? Why? What's the worst that can happen? You're talking to your mother. If you are lying, you are giving your own mother corrupted data about your life. So she's legitimately going to think that you are okay because that's what she wants to think. The fact that you are not doing okay, there are signs she can look for. I can understand a person is not doing okay when I'm talking to them. And if someone tells me they're doing okay when they're actually not, I don't let them be. I go, no, you're not doing okay. And we're going to talk about it. What is it? Come on, let's talk about it. Because I, I know how to do that now. I, and I don't care. Because I know it's important. <laughs> because it literally saves lives if you do this type of thing.
but your mom doesn't want to believe that they she has a son or a daughter who is suffering through depression and is literally suicidal right now and has been for the last year. She doesn't want to believe that. And is she going to deny it when you open up and even mention that? Yeah, she is. And it's a horrible thing because what she should do is be like, oh my God, that's horrible. Let's like, let's talk about what we can do to better this, which is literally the response that anyone should give. There should be no judgment. There should be no, but you haven't been doing this. So there's, it's not a surprise that you're feeling like that. No. Because again, who voluntarily wants to be in a state of depression? I don't know anyone. I've never met anyone who wants to be there. You're there because you think it's out of your control. And it is. And when you and the reason we don't ask for help is really because of these things, because we feel like we're not going to be understood by the people that are the closest to us. They're not going to understand us, and they don't. And so we fake it. If you are in that position and you have parents that are not going to understand, which unfortunately chances are that you are in that position, I'm really sorry about that. I'm really sorry about that. If you do feel comfortable, reach out to me. I can help you out maybe with a couple of things, the practical things you can do. I can send you some things, videos or whatever. Uh, but I was in a position, honestly, where I was like, I have to do something about this myself. And so I got obsessed with it. And I was like, I'm going to figure out what's wrong with me from every way possible. I'm going to figure out the science of this. I'm going to figure out all the other people that have suffered with the same thing and what they did to get help. And so that's what I did. I watched every YouTube video on depression, bipolar, all of that, everything on YouTube. I watched every documentary. I, I read books. I got obsessed with, I know for a fact that there are people that felt as bad as me and worse that have gotten to a place where they are feeling um, great, like nor normal. If even one person has done that in history, it's possible. And I can do that too. How do I do that? I got obsessed with it, and that's what led me through so many things <laughs> for the last 10 years. Most of the things that didn't work, but I figured that out. I had to try it. Uh, luckily, I didn't turn to drugs or anything like that because you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. And so many people do. Oh, my God. I know so many people that have mental illnesses, and they make it a million times worse by getting addicted to fucking drugs. Then you just make it a thousand, a million times worse, literally hard for yourself. Because now you not only have something like depression, bipolar, whatever it is, but now you have a drug addiction on top of it. Oh, so glad I didn't do that. And if you did, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I, I get it. I get it. Because that for a little while makes you forget all that. And that's why people do it, honestly. They self-medicate. But what you got to do, what I did was you educate yourself and you try to find help in any way that you can. And if that's not a person, then you find people online, like on Reddit or on YouTube. You literally search. This is what I did. I searched for what I was going through. I tried to explain it in words and I just put that into Google. And I got Reddit threads and I got YouTube videos and I got people, right? So I knew then that there were people around the world that 
are going through the same thing. And so I have friends that way. That already makes it easier. Then you go, what does the scientific literature say about this? What is really happening in my brain? Oh, there's a chemical imbalance. There's Then you understand, oh, there's if there's a chemical imbalance, then there is a way to use medication to make it better, for example. Um, and that's ultimately what worked for me was medication. It worked wonders for me. And it didn't take that long either. And suddenly from 2014, which was an insane year for me, if I tell you some things that I did that year, which I'm not going to know, maybe sometime later, you will not believe me. It's literally something that I can make into a movie. And that movie would be a hit movie because, because it, it would be very entertaining and also very sad. But yeah, it's 10 years ago that happened. But literally the year after, in many ways, for 2014 was the worst year of my life. But I did the things that I got recommended. I took my medication, even though I resisted it in the beginning. Because even if you think something is wrong with you, when you actually get a diagnosis from a psychiatrist or a psychiatrist, it really hits you. It's, what the fuck? So I am crazy. So I am actually crazy. All the times that I thought I was, I am crazy. I have now a paper to prove that I am crazy. Oh, great. I'm fucked. That's what you think. My life is over. So I'm, I'm going to be one of those losers that are not going to amount to anything. I'm not going to have a job. I'm going to live my, with my parents and no girl is going to want me. Who would want me? No one. That's what I thought too. And, but I said, okay, but it's, but this is the reality. You have to face it. You have this thing. And it makes sense. You have it in your family. It, you have it is the reality. But it's a whole thing. It's a kind of a journey. But I was like, okay. And then you go online and you go, oh my God, these meds, they make me feel like a vegetable. And don't take these meds. That's, a, you don't want to do that. Don't go Googling too much because if you go Googling, people will say, don't take these meds because it literally has turned my brain into mush. And the thing about the internet is that you will find the more extreme people going on the internet is sharing because the more moderate people don't really have, don't feel the thing strongly enough to have to go to the internet and make a Reddit thread on it. So you just, you guys got to know that the things you're reading online is not like a standard piece of the population where if you took 10, a hundred people randomly off the street and you ask them, it's not that it's like the extremes. You got to know that about the data you're collecting there. But anyway, when I went there, there are people like, don't take this because and some people said it was working great. So I was pretty um, scared. But I did take it and it worked for me. It took a little while because you got to get the dosage and all that, but it worked. And the year after, I basically had the first year in my life for the last eight years, since I could remember since the existential life crisis started where there was one year where I was able to work throughout the entire year. I had a job and I did really well at that job. It was a sales job. And I didn't really feel much depression apart from a week or two where I felt a bit of depression and then I was fine. I got, oh my God, wow. In one year, I was able to hold a job and do the things that normal people are able to do. 
Wow. I didn't think that was possible, but now it happened 2015, nine years ago. And then it's not like I have never had an episode since then. I have because it's difficult and you go, you have like life events happening, which affects it. And you, you're like, I started a business, which made me go more up. And, and then you have a crash. And so things have happened, but it's never in these last nine years, it's never, ever been as bad as it used to be before when I wasn't medicated. And now I'm essentially living a life where it hasn't been bad like that in a long time, like a decade now. And that is just, it's like a lifetime ago that happened. But, and now I know exactly what to do. If I do feel depressed, which just happened, I know what to do and how to handle it. But yeah. So if you're feeling that, if you're feeling depressed, I'm with you. I know how it feels. And man, it sucks. It really sucks. And you're a fucking champ. You're a champion for going through it. Because not only are we expected to go through depression, but we're also expected to fucking give the examinations and go to university and go to the job and pretend to be okay for the rest of the world. That doesn't stop. The world doesn't stop just because you have a depression. You're still expected to do all those things in addition to dealing with depression. And the fact that you're able to do that is amazing. And if you're not able to do that's exactly how it should be. Get help. Find people in your life, whether it's parents or friends or anyone, literally me, message me, honestly. But go towards where you feel like you can get some help. And essentially, you need to get yourself professional help. Because this is something that psychiatrists and psychologists deal with as their job. They are equipped to handle it. So get yourself there. And then they will hopefully take care of the rest. And know that if you're having a bad experience with a professional, like a psychiatrist or a therapist, that happens all the time. They're also people and they're also stupid. And so they will also sometimes judge you and all those things. Then you go, okay, this is not the great person. I find another person. And you just do that. And if you don't have money, if you think it costs money, then it does. Then you still do it. You... <laughs> Make your parents understand. You'd send your parents this video, a little clip of it or whatever it is. You tell them to send me a message or something. Oh my God. This is important because every single day, parents open up doors to the rooms of their kids and they see their kids hanging from the floor, from the roof, and they're dead. And for the rest of their lives, they have to live with that. With the guilt that they didn't do enough and they didn't. And it is their fault. I'm here to tell you that it is their fault. Yes, they should have done something and they didn't. The parents did not fulfill their responsibility of being a fucking parent and understanding that their kid is not doing okay and talking to their own kid while that kid was trying to pretend that everything was fine. You failed. You failed as a parent. And now you got to live with it for your entire life. Congratulations. That's on you. I hate to say this because if someone is watching and is in that position, I feel horrible for you. 
because I would never want to be in that position. But the reality is, because I've been through it, that all of these suicides are preventable if you just talk to your kids like a person, not like a parent, talking down to your kid, expecting things from them, expecting them to always get 95% or whatever the fuck, which doesn't mean anything. And not just talking to them like a person to get to know them. Because if they tried to get to know their own kid, they would find out within 10 minutes that person, that kid is struggling hard. And that kid would open up because that could, would feel like, oh my God, they're caring about me. I feel okay to open up in this way to my own parents. There are parents that are amazing at it and they have great relationship with, with their kids. Most parents are not like this and that needs to change. That needs to change. Because otherwise, don't be surprised if your kid is hanging from the ceiling and offed himself. Because you know what? I get it. I get suicide. You know what people say? I don't understand how a person can kill themselves. I do. I do. Because it's too hard to live like this. If you've lived like this for five years, why should you live like this for another day? Why? For who? For who? All you're doing is pretending to be okay all the time. And you're not okay. And it's sucking out all the energy that you have. You already don't have any energy because you're depressed. And any little energy you have, you're spending all of it on faking being okay with around everyone, with everyone around you. And why? I don't know. Because we're not, or we don't want to talk about these things. <laughs> okay. Then don't be surprised when the consequences hit you. And there's movies that try to talk about it like three idiots. And we watch the movie and we forget it. We go back to our lives. Why? Yeah, Amar Khan talked about it, that suicide, India is number one in suicide. But why think about it past? It's just a movie, right? It's not real. My, it could never happen to my kid. Yeah, you're telling, if you're a parent and you're saying that, you're fucking delusional. You're just making yourself feel good because you don't want to deal with reality. The reality is your kid is struggling. No fault of his own. What are you doing about it? All you're doing is you're denying it. You don't want to see it because you think that's somehow going to make that kid worse than the other kids that you're constantly comparing him to. Why? Because that makes you feel better. What makes you feel better is having your kid do good on an exam so that he can get into a fucking university so that he can get a job. That's all you care about. All you talk to your kid about is how are you doing? Tell me all the metrics that I can brag to my fucking friends about so I can make them feel worse about their own kids. What? That's the conversation you want to have with your kid? Really? It doesn't even matter. I don't have a degree. I don't have a degree. It's not stopping me from getting a job or making money. Literally. I'm just saying this because, my God, having depression is hard enough, but I was in university and I was feeling like a fucking loser because I was failing everything, all the exams. It's hard. 
because you're you're not in school anymore where it was really easy to pass everything because you could just study the night before you're at fucking university solving differential equations and graph theory and whatever operating systems it's really difficult to pass those exams much less is difficult for a normal person to without doing any depression it's really difficult the parents somehow forget that or they don't even know that and all they're wanting from their kids is just give me things so i can feel good that like you are in society you are doing well whether you're actually doing well or i don't care about really but i just want those exterior things the fact that you got a good grade you got a 97% versus a 93 oh my god forbid if someone gets that uh or you're getting a job making slightly more money than my uh, my the the woman, the auntie that I talked to his kid yeah how much is your know, my kid is making this much and that's making you feel good a little bit that's what we're talking about that's what we're focusing on <laughs> Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. It shouldn't be like this. It doesn't have to be like this. And I'm done not talking about it honestly, because I have. I wish I didn't have this personal experience, because but I do. And I've met people too. Like I see kids all the time. You know, I have younger siblings. Uh, I'm the eldest of five. I'm 33. None of my younger siblings have anything as bad as me if they do uh, we don't know about it yet or they don't have any diagnosis but i'm the lucky one who got this and also i'm also most likely on the autistic spectrum even though i don't have a diagnosis yet but that also runs in our families i have both i got that lucky but so i have this experience so now i literally see it all the time you see it all over you if you know what to look kids all the time that are out there they're trying to hide their the cuts that they so it's not i'm saying this because even i can see it so when parents say i don't know what happened i didn't know it was that bad he never said anything he did he might not have said it directly in that direct way that fucking got through your thick skull but this the, all the things were there the signals were all of the signs were there but you didn't want to look at it. You you didn't want to accept that your son or daughter could have this thing that you think is the worst thing in the world, that he's crazy, that he might have a mental illness, that he's not normal. The, there's been a lot of comments here. I actually haven't read this. So what are people saying? Now we like you, sir. Long live King Rafa. Oh my God. Thank you, Muhammad. Yeah, I'm 20 years old. Oh, you're that? Yeah, I didn't know. I think we've talked before, actually. I will give her all my time. Oh, yeah, deep talk. Fuck, I feel my brain stopped. <laughs> Not everyone, good heart. Oh, thank you so much for your time. I will sleep late. My parents start reacting of that, but I love that. I really have a good time. <laughs> Lucky we, you didn't. Who will teach us Firebase? Haha, <laughs> but I'm really happy that you're okay now. <laughs> Thank you, man. Sushant is here. Hey, I didn't see you coming. Me starts watching the rocket goes, you are shit. <laughs> yeah. My God, this is almost a four-hour long. I said that I was only going to go on for one hour. My God. Let him cook. This stuff is really hard, pretty hard to talk about and even listen to. But this is an important issue to talk about. 
kudos to you, Rafa. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The, again, the only reason I'm talking about it, because I know how bad it was when I was going through this and anything like this, where there was a person who was saying, hey, I know it's bad. I've been through it. Hang in there. Do these things actually helped me because I'm actually now the person who my 23 year old person would look up to as a person like, oh, my God, this is a person I want to be like. I can't believe I'm saying it, but it's true. And I know that there are other people that think of that me too around the world, which is amazing, uh, which is really cool. That's the case. But that puts a responsibility on me to share this stuff. Because if I'm also going to be like, yeah, you know what, why I shouldn't share it either. Why? Why? What is it going to do if I share it? We should have more people sharing about these things. It doesn't make me any less or more. It's just something that happened to me that I'm sharing. And I hope that it helps people because I know this is a thing that people struggle with a certain amount. Uh, of people will go through this like most people will actually experience some sort of depression throughout their lives actually whether you some people like me are lucky and they get it really early or you will experience depression because it's just at some point something at least if it's not something that is caused by mental illness Something is going to happen in your life and your mother is going to unexpectedly die and you're going to lose your job in the same month. Things like that happen all the time. And if you haven't dealt something like that before, that can be depression happening to you too. It can happen like that too. And everyone sooner or later goes through it. But it's just that just literally people in the same group, all of them thinking, no, I can't talk about it because it's weird. It's mental health stuff. And in that group, there can be another person suffering from the exact same thing, but you'll never find out because you're not talking about it. Ah, oh, shit, it was hard for me. It was hard, Mohammed. Thank you for saying that. Stoic Coder is there. Hey, good to see you. I'm going to go now. I should sleep now. It's pretty late. But thank you for listening, those few of you that have been listening. Hopefully, this was useful and maybe even a little bit entertaining. Yeah. So uh, if I ever do a podcast, I would be talking a lot about these type of things. So do you want me to do a podcast? It's not going to be uh, such like deep stuff every time, obviously. But I can talk about other, a lot of other things, too. There are a lot of things that I've experienced in my life. And a lot of them have been difficult. Some of them have been very entertaining. But anything, it's always been a learning experience. So it's always been something that... I've learned from and I try to do better in, in my life. Okay, that's it. If you were listening to this, I hope you had a good time. If you're listening to this after the live stream, hope you are able to um, get something good out of it. And again, I'll last thing I'll say again is that if you are suffering from anything mental health related, whether it's depression, you might also have like in bipolar, I didn't talk about this, but there's depression, but there's also the opposite thing, the inverse, which is when you feel hypomanic or manic, where it's like really good. It feels like, oh my God, I have so many good ideas and oh my God, it's so amazing. It's almost like being on cocaine or something like that. That can also be really bad. I've experienced that too, but that is also something that you need to be careful of. There's so many things and no one tells you about this. No, I never learned any of this in school. Or if I did, I forgot about it.
So you got to figure it out as an adult. And if there's a stigma around it, can I even talk about it? So you take like months and years to even open up, but you don't have to do that. I'm telling you, I'm giving you permission to talk about this and be open about this because that's what everyone ultimately wants. Even your parents want that. If they're giving you a hard time out of it, they don't want the ultimate result of this, which can be really bad. So even if you are living in a country where there is a huge stigma more than in Norway or any other place, seek help. Do things every day that still go out. If you're, if it's really difficult because you want to shut yourself off, you don't want to have any social contact. You can't do that. So even if you go out for just five minutes and you come back in, even that is a win and you should applaud yourself for that. Reach out to your friends. If you have, if you are a friend of someone who you think might be depressed, be helpful to them. Ask them about their lives. Show curiosity. Just be like, you know what? I don't want to judge. I want to just learn more about you. How is it to be you right now? I want to learn. Maybe I can help. And maybe you can just go to them and be like, you know what? Come out with me. We'll go for a walk. And we'll go to the park and we'll look at some ducks or some dogs or something like that. And we'll feel good for a little moment, whatever it is, be that person for the other person. And if you're a parent, you have a big responsibility and it's on you. You have to be there for your kids and you have to, you can't be the dad who is just like, are you doing okay? Yes. And you just believe that because whether depression or not, you should, you should always go deeper. It's your own fucking kid. Don't you want to have a relationship with your own son or daughter? Do you want to have a relationship past just asking them how they're doing and fine? That's all the communication you have. What are you doing with your life? You, you, There are people in this world, there are dads in this world that go on trips with their kids. Like just a father-daughter trip or a father-son trip. And they go out and they have fun for two weeks in Italy. They go for a road trip. That's an amazing relationship. And that's possible with anyone. But it has to start with you wanting to spend time with your own kid and wanting to get to know them. You're already doing that, doing that with your boss and your coworkers because you want to suck up to them. Do you want to get that promotion? Do you really need a reason to do it with your own kid? Come on. It's your own kid. They exist because of you. You put them on this earth. <laughs> And that's it. Thank you so much for watching. I'll see you next time.